successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Grill Nation. Get a hooter. Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show. And online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello and welcome to Grill Nation on 980 AM and Talk980AM.com. Also on GrillNationShow.com. And I appreciate all the listeners joining us today on iTunes and TuneIn Radio. Uh, last few shows, uh, took the week off last week, uh, was on vacation and ran an old show. Hope you enjoyed it with Jimmy Conrad. But the last few shows we've had have been very popular on iTunes. So I appreciate all of the folks joining us on all the different avenues, whether it's iTunes live here on 980 AM or online at grillnationshow.com. Want to, uh, get into our show today and then I'm going to thank our partners and supporters. But today's show is going to be really interesting. In our first segment, we're going to have Brad Sant, uh, in studio who is the president of K-12 ITC, which is a really cool company here in Kansas City. He's an entrepreneur. He's uh, been in the education world his entire career, grew up in the Northland like I did. Uh, recently, his company won the Mr. K Award from the Kansas City Chamber, uh, which named it K- K-12 ITC its top small business of the year. There's a great article about that in the Kansas City Star. Uh, provides customized technology solutions and services for K-12 school, K-12 school districts. Um, haven't had Brad on the show yet, but he is uh, one of Kansas City's brightest entrepreneurs and doing really good work here in Kansas City, but also throughout the country. So very interested to talk to him in our first segment uh, and probably our second segment today. In our third and fourth segments today, we're going to have Tracy Moon on. Uh, she's the Senior Vice President of Marketing and Communications at Visit KC. She is a uh, very interesting woman. She started uh, about a year ago here in Kansas City, but had worked in Las Vegas for over 20 years in marketing and communications and has won numerous awards and was recruited back to the Midwest um, by Ronnie Burt and Visit Casey. And just really interesting. They're doing all kinds of new things with a new campaign called That's How We Do Kansas City. She really gets into the metrics. She's going she's to have some really interesting tidbits and some things Kansas City is doing well, some things we need to work on, and what Visit Casey is doing as a whole to attract the convention and tourism business, but also the leisure traveler uh, and some of the different campaign, <clears throat> excuse me, campaign. Um, type operations they're doing, including guerrilla marketing in, in Chicago. So we're going to get into that. It'll be a really interesting segment with Tracy Moon from Visit KC. Hopefully you will stick around for that as it will be exciting. I want to thank our partners and supporters of Grill Nation with Jason Grill. They are Trust, Bank of Kansas City, The Bash Group, Andrew Bash, who's a guest hosting contributor, Catalyst Government Affairs, Danny Pfeiffer is a contributor, The Rieger KC and Jay Rieger & Co., Ryan Maybe, guest hosting contributor, Kansas City Power and Light District, and Two West Advisors and Ryan Rink, Appreciate all your support and contributions to Grill Nation. I've really enjoyed having Andrew Bash on a few times in the last few months with some really cool shows and guests. You can check those out at grillnationshow.com. Again, connect with me online at Grill Nation Show on Twitter and at Jason Grill on Twitter, as well as on Instagram and Facebook at Jason Grill. Let's get started today with our first guest we have in studio, Brad Sant, who is the president of K-12 ITC. Brad, welcome to the show. Welcome uh, is 
Great. Glad to be here. It's good to see you, man. Uh, thanks for, thanks for joining us. So, okay. So K12 ITC, what is it? What do you do? And then we'll get into kind of your background. I, uh, I'm, I'm a technology guy, but I, I think that, uh, you could probably explain it better than I could. Sounds great. <laughs> yeah. K12 ITC is a company focused on technology services for K12 school districts. We really try and relieve the burden of managing technology. So, Schools can focus on using it in the instructional process. And you have a, uh, a background in education, right? You were at Park Hill? I was at Park Hill School District for about 14 years and uh, even start, a long time. started in high school for that matter. <laughs> so um, I just kind of got started and went from there. Yeah, and your, um, on your bio it says you were the director of technology and it says 1998. Uh, yeah, I started in high school and worked my <laughs> way up. I, I started as a student technician. I wasn't director back then, but uh, worked my way up and... Um, moved into a network role and, and up to director and leading the group. What was that? What was that like? I mean, technology when we were back in high school, um, we're, we're pretty close to the same age, kind of grew up in the same area. Um, which is exciting to see you doing so well. I mean, I can't even really remember back to the high school days. I mean, I went to St. Pius and we had a keyboarding class and I think. Now that I look back, that might have been probably the most important class I took in high school. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, learning how to type was probably really important. I mean, but looking back, it's crazy because at the time I thought, you know, I don't know. I don't know if this is going to be a big deal. You know, right. I mean, I'm typing right. on an old Apple. Right. But um, I mean, God, it's amazing. Yeah. You're, you're talking about uh, back in the Windows 95 days and uh, <laughs> keyboarding class in high school and and keyboarding is in second and third grade now, you know, I mean, just to kind of tell you where things have gone. So. I know. I remember that. I mean, we're, we're learning how to type as freshmen in high school. Yep. It's a good skill to have these days. <laughs> um, but just, I was reading, um, Steve Case's new book, uh, the third wave and, uh, on the airplane the other day. And it's amazing that when we were in high school, you know, AOL was just becoming a thing and people had no idea why they needed it. Right. I mean, I didn't get the internet and probably until dial up until junior or senior high school. So as a director of technology at Park Hill, I mean, what were you focused on back then? You know, really it was, uh, it was the basic skills. Like you talk about word processing and just instead of being on a typewriter, it was, was on a computer at the time. And I think everybody knew that's where technology was going, but the internet was in its infancy mm -hmm. at the time. And, uh, so it was just basic connectivity and, and, uh, saving and printing files really. <laughs> So you, uh, you kind of always knew you kind of want to do something in computer technology. It sounds like even if you were in high school doing it, right? I mean, there, that was kind of your path. Yeah. I was, I've did always, you know, you wanted to be an entrepreneur. Or did you just think this is kind of something I'm interested in? Well, um, as you probably recall, I grew up in a family business uh -huh. and, um, even with that, I started uh, working on invoicing was going digital back in uh, early nineties for the, for the business. And a lot so of people still don't do got that. into it. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. So need to catch up, I guess. But, yeah. um, I've always liked to tinker and, and played with the technology and really like to understand how things worked uh, and work together. So didn't necessarily know I wanted to be an entrepreneur, but always liked problem solving and, and uh, understanding the problem and coming up with a solution. And, and really have. Um, so take me through, you know, I mean, how did you, how did this become one of the fastest growing companies in Kansas City? I mean, how, how did that work? I mean, when you started this business, was it just you or how did it work? How, 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 did, how did it grow so fast? Yeah, you know, the uh, business kind of got started as an idea like a lot of them do, but um, kind of on the side as a side project. I had a full-time job and was um, trying to do it and was just engaged to my now wife. And now How long have you been married now? Uh, f just 
had our fifth year anniversary. So oh, wow. a little over five years ago, we're talking and kind of had a, a discussion and said, um, Hey honey, I think I'm thinking about quitting my job and doing this full time. <laughs> um, and had some other people who were definitely early contributors in the process. Mm-hmm. And, um, but ultimately just decided to take a leap of faith. Um, it was a coordinated leap. We had some contracts in, in the works and it uh, always helps, right? Went from there. Yeah. That that's a, and a when you were working in, at Park Hill in the school district, um, I mean, what were you seeing was the kind of the biggest, I mean, when you looked around at different school districts is the biggest need revolving technology. Yeah. When I was at the school district, I did some side consulting and particularly rural areas didn't Mm -hmm. have the technology talent. They didn't have, um, you know, we talked about our high school technology. Some Mm -hmm. of them still had that five years ago and that's Mm -hmm. what they were trying to work with. So there was just a huge opportunity to um, enhance what they did so that every student, no matter where you grow up, would have similar access to technology introduce the cloud to the concept and you're able mm-hmm. to bring efficiencies and things that weren't possible. So there's just tons of opportunity and, and the metro areas had a, had a better shot, but the rural areas definitely needed a lot of help. We're talking to Brad Sand, who's the president of K-12 ITC. Their website is k12itc.com. We'll be right back on Grill Nation with more with Brad Sand. Thanks for listening. Running down the street like your hair's on fire. Thoughts running fast like a man on a I'm going crazy though. TV and the radio been watching since a baby, so I'm representing Casey Mo. Casey Mo. Hello, welcome back to Grill Nation. Thanks for joining us again after the break on Talk 980 AM and Talk980AM.com, as well as on GrillNationShow.com, where you can find all of our podcasts, photos of our guests, and uh, more information about the show, as well as a thank you for listening today on iTunes. Uh, we're talking to Brad Sant, who's the president of K-12 ITC. And uh, K-12 ITC is a, uh, it delivers technology solutions and services exclusively to K-12 school districts. They focus on technology while the schools focus on education. The platform allows you to save money. Um, it has very exclusive focuses. Uh, their staff has extremely good expertise, and it is in the cloud. Um, Brad, so, okay, so you were the director of technology at Park Hill School District um, for many years, started in high school working in technology there, took the leap of faith, uh, had a contract, and started your own company. Um, you're one of the fastest growing companies here in Kansas City, as we mentioned. Uh, so how did you decide? I mean, so you had these contracts. I mean, when did you have that pain point where you had to say, you know, we got to expand this thing because I know in my businesses, I've always had that issue with, you know, you kind of get comfortable whether you're in consulting or with, with a startup like Sock 101 or Jagro Media or whatever. And you're kind of like, okay, I'm making good money now. Do I really want to hire someone? Do I really want to make that move? And it <clears throat> seems like you guys, I mean, you have close to what, 40 employees, 20 employees? Uh, we're about 35. 35, now. yeah. yeah. So. so you guys are at 35 uh, in just a few short years. Yeah. Uh, what is that like? I mean, you have to scale, I guess, an industry like yours, but. Sure. Yeah, my wife would tell you I'm crazy, uh, but I have to keep growing. You know, I I get bored a little bit, if you will. So um, there was never really a cruise control for me. We wanted to make sure we reinvested money, continued to grow the business. You know, we took it as an opportunity uh, to really work additional customers. Our business is very word of mouth driven Mm -hmm. and uh, relationships are everything as with most businesses. Mm -hmm. But uh, we really kept the focus on growing and, and uh, staying very, very narrow focused, you know, not getting too broad. Um, there's been a lot of companies or excuse me, schools that want us to get into higher ed 
and um, we've just stayed really laser focused in what we're doing. It's smart. So take me through what you do for a school. Like, so I'm, you know, public school in Kansas City. I'm not working with you yet. Where do we go from there? Where do we start and what do you guys offer us? We can do pretty much anything related to technology uh, in terms of infrastructure and ongoing operations. We don't really get into websites and, and some of those things, but we can do as little or as much as people would like. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of our niche service is uh, turnkey uh, management of all, all of the things that make it to where you can get online. So uh, our pitch is essentially that you buy the uh, laptops, the tablets, whatever you'd like, and we'll handle everything to get you online and make your network work. Interesting. And so I'm seeing on your website, Wi-Fi and school buses. What is that? Tell yeah, me about that. Yeah, we we, um, we actually took uh, so several components, one uh, Wi-Fi adapter and uh, some cell technology and put it into a backpack. Um, we have a lot of schools that take hour-long bus trips to uh, go play a regional conference game or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of schools are doing one-to-one, so connectivity is important. We put that all in a backpack can take it with you on and off a bus. If you're at a track meet all day, you can take it and plug it into the wall. Um, so we're just trying to think of new ways to, to make sure technology is where people need it. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because, you know, you would, you would think more people would understand that schools have a need for this, right? And you, you're, you're kind of like, you're kind of doing everything. You're sure. doing consulting. You looks at your website. You're doing, you're working with devices. You're working in the cloud. You're doing with infrastructure, security, really offering solutions for anything they need. Um, technology wise yeah i think the market has some nuances that are just different mm-hmm. um you know people get scared of the big of education I yeah 90 percent of the staff return in one week after being out <laughs> for three months it's just a, a little <laughs> different than a business situation you right. know so um i think there, there are different different challenges and not everybody knows how to conquer them and so some specialization helps and what happens now like we're in the summer months now people are on vacation School schools are you know summer and summer school, but most public schools are out. And, and private schools, yeah. you guys work with private and charter schools yep. too, right? Yep, yep. It's uh, this is our busiest time of year. Um, is it? Yeah, I kind of re- re- relate it to an accountant in April, probably. Um, you know, everybody's out, and it gives us a chance to do a lot of upgrades and uh, new technology deployments. Um, we have about five thousand devices we're rolling out this year in various school districts um, as replacements. So, it just takes a lot of manpower and. We like to hire students and uh, interns from Blue Valley Caps, Northland Caps, uh, the high schools that we serve. Uh, that didn't exist when we were in school, really. No, either. not at all. Now there's people promoting entrepreneurship and whatnot in technology in yep. schools. Um, recently, you received the uh, Casey Chamber named its top small business, and you guys were named that. That's pretty incredible. I mean, it's named after Mr. K, obviously. Um, Ewing Kaufman is one of the brightest and smartest entrepreneurs ever in Kansas City and throughout the country. Um, what was that like? Because that was, that was announced at the 30th, uh, 30th Annual Small Business Celebration. There's just some pretty pretty big companies that have yeah. won the award. Boulevard won it. You know yeah. what I mean? Pretty cool, right? Yeah, it's, it's awesome. And probably the best part for me was to see how excited our staff was uh, when we win that. You know, I have the uh, honor to, to be able to go up there and receive the award, but it's really a, a company award that everybody uh, works to achieve and um, I think they're still on cloud nine from from getting it and and all that's been going on. I I probably even underestimated a little bit about uh, mm-hmm. what the impact of that was going to be, uh, but it's great to stop and celebrate. We don't do that enough. Um, so it's definitely good to don't celebrate in, 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 in a young company. You don't do yeah. that, right? That's right. I tell you what, um, you guys are in eighty school districts now. Yeah, I think that number's probably old at this point. And and probably now. up to ninety. <laughs> <laughs> but but the, yeah, we we uh, we keep growing. Uh, we're in seven states now. Oh, seven states. So you have a national 
Yeah, yeah. we want to be uh, nationwide in, in about three or four years, customer in every state. Kind of crazy, I know, right? <laughs> so is that just is that just a sales kind of boots on the ground marketing? Yeah, you know we're uh, relationships in other places. That's absolutely. hard. That's hard because in Kansas City, you know, what's it's very hard to duplicate what you've done here because of the, the the network, or at least an entrepreneur here. If you build it, I mean, you have that good core of customers. Right. It's, it's just how do you get to that next? Yeah, you know, that's, you you have to have good sales. Yeah, I mean, sales is is huge. That's that's a key part of our plan for this year is just getting some national exposure. You know, it starts with the year of exposure. Our sales cycles twelve to eighteen months, so it's mm-hmm. a long process. Um, so definitely ramping up the sales, and and you know, so far we've been hundred percent bootstrapped. Um, so really? yeah, we're reinvesting. You know, the, the profits that we make into to nationwide growth. So uh, take some time, but. We've got a pretty good formula down thus far. Wait, what's the competition like? Is there a lot of companies trying to do what you're doing, or is it just you guys have the technology and the infrastructure and the, the brains to make it do it better than anyone else? You know, you can find a technology company I mean, that's anywhere, thing, right? Yeah, right? I mean, yeah, you can you can find that. I think with the focus and specialization that we have, um, it's, it's much harder to find that type of, of company. And uh, we do have a lot of custom stuff that we've built um, specific to our our industry that um, really other people aren't aren't matching. Mm-hmm. Uh, couple couple others in the nation, but that's about it thus far. You guys are focused too on helping the rural areas. Is that right. is that kind of special for you guys? Because it is more difficult. Um, there's different challenges. Um, you know, different school sizes have different challenges. Location has different and different challenges, budgets, right? Different budgets, all of those sorts of things. But uh, you know, that's where uh, we've been able to be the most successful is when we take those challenges head on and try and come up with a specific solution to solve them. So, you know, our, our primary product, Albert, uh, that you can probably see on our website, is uh, really a culmination of understanding districts of different sizes, locations, and everything that goes into those. I haven't looked at that yet, but I will. Albert is on the website, and that is your, uh, is that your was that your big big technology thing that kind of won over the school districts? Is that the thing that kind of they point to? Yeah, it's, it's basically packages everything into a, a monthly fee so that, that uh, we can handle everything that they need, and, and again, they can focus on uh, educating students. Did uh, how do you deal with that on your daily basis with different size school districts and funding budgets? I mean, that's probably what scares people the most is when they hear about public education. They're like, "Well, what's their funding like? Mm-hmm. How do I even, you know, what, what kind of how do I even write up a contract for something like this?" Right. Well, you know, when you first started, that had to be interesting. Efficiency is is our prim- you know one of our primary focus areas. So when we talk about tight budgets in education and even what's going on in Kansas right now, which oh, is sure. obviously a, a challenge. Um, there's a lot of opportunity for us because what we're trying to do is, is offload costs that would typically be in uh, managing technology and you can spend them in other areas. So if it's tight, maybe that's in some teacher salaries. If it's um, maybe a little better budget, you can be buying devices for kids. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, the focus is is 100% on efficiency for us so that um, we're uh, – uh, an aid to the budget problem, not a not an increase in the budget. So, looking towards the future, you guys are a Kansas City company, which is great. Yep. Um, you're, you're you've lived here pretty much your whole life. Are you um, you're talking about national? What what's your goal for that? I mean, is that a, like a five year plan, ten year plan? You want to be in every state? I'll, what's your what's, yeah, what's I said, your runway for that? I said I was crazy, right? I mean, I'm thinking three to four years. Okay. We want to be there. Um, but, you know, part of it is a lot in the way we de- develop solutions, right? So as we look to, to move to a nationwide basis, we talked about sales a little bit, but we also uh, have to evaluate how we deploy our technology, how we manage it in remote locations. 
And all of that stuff is going on to make sure that once the sales are in place, we don't have to take on a lot of additional pain with, with the deployment of the technology itself. So mm-hmm. um, without giving a lot away, we've got that down um, pretty well. So I think um, you know we're poised to take on a school in Utah or Idaho or wherever it may be today. Interesting. What what's one of the top things you've learned on your entrepreneurial journey so far that you didn't that you didn't expect? You know, um, I probably expected a little bit of it, but not as much. But just the amount of time goes into managing the operation as opposed to to, to doing what really matters in terms yeah. of what we do from a service offering and so forth, uh, whether it's HR, financial uh, related management stuff like that. Um, contracts, contracts, legal. all those sorts of things, and and it's all stuff that needs to be done. It's all very important, but in the day, it's not it's not improving things for our end customer, and that's what my focus is. You need to focus focus on developing the products and right. making them better, right? Right, right. And, and fixing the technology. Um, Brad Sand, who's the president of K Twelve ITC, their website is K Twelve ITC dot com. Check it out. They have a press room on there. They've won the Mister K Award from the KC Chamber, which uh, acknowledges the fastest or the top small business of the year and k12 itc is one of the fastest growing companies in kansas city uh thanks for coming on grill nation brad and good luck uh with your company appreciate it thanks for having me thanks for listening to grill nation show we'll be right back after the break with more with tracy moon from visit kc first things first i'm the realest realest drop this and let the whole world feel it let them feel it and i'm still in the murder business i can hold you down like i'm giving this I just wanna chill, got a sack for us to roll. Married to the money, introduced her to my stove. Showed her how to whip and now she remix it for low. She might try Welcome back to Grill Nation here on Talk 980 AM and Talk980M.com. Also appreciate you joining me today on GrillNationShow.com and on iTunes. I uh, love that we're uh, having a lot of digital listeners these days as well as online and on the radio. I uh, want to really quickly get to our uh, sponsors and, and partners of Grill Nation Show before we go into our next segment on the show. Uh, let me pull those up for you real quick. They are Trust, Bank of Kansas City, The Bash Group, Catalyst Government Affairs, The Rieger KC, Jay Rieger & Co., Kansas City Power and Light District, and Two West Advisors, and Ryan Rink. also want to thank Andrew Bash, Danny Pfeiffer, and Ryan Maybe for their contributions to Grill Nation Show. On our next segment, uh, first off, I also want to say connect with me on Twitter at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation Show. On our next segment, we are lucky to have in studio uh, Tracy Moon, who's the Senior Vice President of Marketing and Communications at Visit KC. I uh, love Visit KC. I love all the work that they do here in Kansas City. And we've had uh, the CEO, CEO on in the past, Ronnie Burt, uh, when he came on. Um, and then I also had him on, I think, a year into his his, his term as a uh, as the CEO, and talked to him about his move to Kansas City and about what's going on at Visit KC. So Tracy is somewhat new to Kansas City. She started working at Visit KC as the senior vice president of marketing and communications in late in in August of 2015, late summer 2015. So I wanted to have her on the show today to talk about kind of her background and then get into some of the exciting new things that are happening at Visit KC with some new campaigns that they've entered into. And we've been having a lot of fun off the air uh, as well, talking about socks. And uh, her first purchase in Kansas City was Sock 101, so that's pretty cool. Tracy, welcome to Grill Nation. Thank you. Good to have you in studio. So um, you came from Las Vegas, huh? Correct. So tell us about that. Um, So you obviously been working in marketing. I've looked at your LinkedIn bio your whole career. Correct. Uh, born and raised in Illinois, so that's the full circle approach of coming back to my Midwestern roots and coming back to be near my family. Uh, born and raised in Illinois and pursued 
a career in hospitality management. It was back in the good old days, hotel and restaurant management at UNLV and Hmm. found my career path to be very successful for one very important metric. And that's our Midwest work ethic and never intended to spend 27 years in that market, but did so because of the wealth of opportunity provided to me there. Yeah, you had a lot of different uh, hotels, I would assume, uh, <laughs> and, and things going on there as Vegas became a tourist destination. Correct, and I had the opportunity to see the destination evolve and grow and grow up, per se, along with my career. Um, the longest tenure was 15 years with MGM Resorts International, working on every brand from a corporate perspective, and then on ground, on property at the Mirage for the past seven and a half years, which I believed believe has absolutely positioned me for this destination, evolving from marketing a property brand Mm -hmm. to marketing a city and marketing a destination. And that background I'm very grateful for, very excited for. Um, My son is now in college at UNLV, and with him leaving the nest, I thought it was a great opportunity for me to get back to my roots. Very cool. So um, how's your time been so far back in the Midwest? It's so exciting. And I know I drive everyone in our office crazy because I talk about the story from a retail perspective. I spent 27 years in the Las Vegas hospitality industry, and I have not one retail item that has the words Las Vegas on it. And I'm very proud, although to my husband's chagrin, I have four drawers of retail that are dedicated to KU because that's where he recently received his Ph.D., the Royals. Kansas City in general, and the Chiefs, and I'm working on a sporting KC drawer right now. That's mm, interesting. So in Vegas, you never you never really kind of, they really don't have Vegas stuff. They have casino stuff, right? Correct. What yeah. The missing metric that we were lacking in that market is the community pride and passion for the destination. So everyone's from an, transient. Correct. Right. We had 5,000 people moving in and out every month, and we didn't have the impeccable sporting teams. We didn't have the sense of community. And the other very big missing metric that we had a great loss of was the cultural opportunities there and the arts community, like we have the insurgents here and the organic growth. We didn't have that there. Interesting. Tracy Moon uh, is with Visit KC. Visit KC is a nonprofit economic development organization dedicated to tourism. Their mission is to ignite global passion for visiting Kansas City through marketing, sales, and service of the convention and tourist industries. Visit KC supports a vital and growing component of the local economy. Uh, generates many jobs and uh, d- drives a lot of uh, money and economic impact annually, billions of dollars here in Kansas City. Their website is visitkc.com. Okay, so how did this all happen? Now, you're in Kansas City, senior vice president. I've worked with Visit KC throughout the years. They've always been a great organization. Uh, they, uh, You obviously have done some rebranding in the last few years, um, and it's it's pretty cool. It seems like you guys have a really good story to tell compared to where it was just five years ago. Correct. And that has been driven by our leadership. First and foremost, Ronnie Burt, as you mentioned, is our president and CEO. He's been on the ground here in this market in two years. And his focus on elevation of anything and everything from the inside out and the outside in. And one of those big major investments that he looked at immediately was we are a visitor center and we are welcoming the world to our doorstep. And the past offices were on the 22nd floor of a high-rise development. And he looked at that and looked at the fact that we need to be engaged with the community, we need to be at ground level, and we need to have a welcoming environment. And our offices um, are at 1321 Baltimore. We're in the Power and Light District. We're immediately adjacent to the Hilton President, Mm -hmm. and we connect to the Power and Light District 
at ground level and in a little over one year's time at ground level welcoming in the world, we've seen 3,000 visitors from 40 states and 16 countries. And that's a very important goal. Um, in addition to that, Ronnie's worked very hard to get the right people on the right team and on the right seats on the bus. Mm-hmm. And that strategic approach of looking at some of the legacy employees that have been there for decades and looking at the innovation and the trends and where we're going in the marketplace and meeting that emerging demand and also taking a step back to make certain that the removal of silos happened. And that's something that's very important specifically from marketing and sales. They were working in, in two different verticals and they weren't exactly connecting and they weren't collaborating in the past. And that's something that he's very focused on, laser focused on and something that we embrace the level of collaboration and teamwork and focus and what we invest in. We only have 45 people on our team. We are a 501c6 corporation. It's very important that we have the best and brightest and that we're hitting on all cylinders at all times. Interesting. I, I didn't know. I was going to ask how big VisitKC was now, how many employees were a part of it. It's 45. Well, what Ronnie likes to say is there are 45 of us, but our goal is to have 450,000 Kansas Cityans out there as our brand ambassadors. And we can't do it alone. We can absolutely set the strategies and we can execute against our goals and our and our KPIs for leisure visitation and meetings and conventions and um, economic development and impact. Um, but we absolutely need the uh, brand ambassadorship from every Kansas Cityan. So it's very important. So are your uh, this is a regional operation, right? It's it's not just downtown. That's a very good point. At, yeah. And working with our new agency of record, we I want, apologize, my phone just rang. I'm not supposed to acknowledge <laughs> it on the phone, but I did get a call there. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks, thanks for taking the accountability. It wasn't mine. <laughs> Ronnie wouldn't be very happy with me if it no, was. No, 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 it was me. Um, so we've aligned with our new agency of record, MMGY Global. They're the mm-hmm. hometown agency here in Kansas City. We're right, the hometown right. team. They're awesome. Um, one of the things that we found out right away is that Anything that we do and anything that we invest in absolutely has to have a metric. And what are our KPIs, where are we, and where do we want to go? Mm-hmm. And I noticed that first time when I went to your annual meeting. I think it was, I didn't go to the one this year, but two years ago. Yeah, I was in a video two years ago at your annual meeting. It was pretty cool. You local, missed the local, best one. local entrepreneurs. Uh, it was at Sprint Center last year, two years ago. I, I forgot the name of it, but it was really cool. And you had candy on all the tables. It was very awesome. I well, enjoyed it greatly. We, I didn't. I need to go back. I didn't go this year. I'll go next year. I will send you videos. We elevated KC this year. I love it. It was awesome. Just the theme music to all of the speakers walking up to the podium. It was, was It was very first class. It was very well done. I was very impressed by it. Um, so you, it seems like your thoughts of Kansas City so far are pretty good. I mean, I, you, did you ever been here before? Here, here's my feedback to that question. Okay. I have an 18-year-old son turning 19. We took trips on an annual basis from the Las Vegas market, specifically to New York and D.C. twice per year, specifically for the cultural experiences, the museums, and the 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 social environment that I could expose him to. We've also, you know, traveled to different countries. However, I was so upset, and when I came in for the interview process and I had started my research for this opportunity. The um, selection committee that I presented to, I expressed to them my level of disappointment in the fact that I had no idea that the beautiful, wonderful museums that we have here from the Nelson Atkins Museum, the World War I Museum, and the, the Kemper, and then, of course, the Kauffman Center for the Performing Arts, 
I had no idea that they existed. They weren't on my radar Mm -hmm. because nobody told me about them. Mm -hmm. And the fact that I could have flown very easily for two and a half hours from Las Vegas directly here, I had no idea. And that's very important as we brand our city and we establish our brand identity. We are not the next New York, Chicago, L.A. We're not those markets. We're something succinctly different. And we're different because of the way we do things. It's not the things that we have here. It's the experiential nature and the authenticity of our city. Mm-hmm. We've got about a minute left in this segment. We're going to go on to the next segment and talk about this really cool new campaign you guys are working on. But um, what do we need to do more of in 50 seconds? Like you just mentioned those things that we should do, but how should we do that? Are you ready for this? Yes. We need to confidently go forward and stake our claim and absolutely state our position at center stage on the world scene. This authenticity and the welcoming nature of who we are will absolutely generate that return tourism and return visitation. But we need to get out there first and proudly speak, communicate, and provide the fear of missing out for our destination, for all of the cultural opportunities, our locationality, our affordability, the urban renaissance that's happening here, and the world-class culinary and sports scene. Mm -hmm. We need to talk about it and we need to own it confidently and proudly. Totally, totally agree. Tracy Moon, Senior Vice President of Marketing Communications with Visit KC. We'll be right back after the break with more Grill Nation. Thanks for listening. Hello and welcome back to Grill Nation on Talk 980 AM and Talk980AM.com. Also on GrillNationShow.com and on iTunes. You're listening uh, on all those different avenues. Appreciate connecting again at GrillNationShow.com where all of our shows are listed with our guests, photos of our guests, and more information about the show. We're having a great discussion today with Tracy Moon, who's the Senior Vice President of Marketing Communications at Visit KC. Visit KC is a huge, awesome, great organization here in Kansas City that does so much for our local economy uh, and for our tourism and convention industries here in Kansas City. Tracy uh, has joined about a year ago and is um, getting used to the Midwest again and, and just just a, a really good person, I think, just, just meeting her today that is very engaged and doing great things for Kansas City already. Um, Tracy, one of the things I wanted to have you on to talk about was this new That's How We Do Kansas City campaign. If you go to visitkc.com, you can check it out. There's a hashtag, How We Do KC. What is this all about? What What are your goals? And uh, tell us more about it. Well, first and foremost, our goals are awareness for our destination and inciting and generating incremental leisure visitation, as well as meetings and conventions business to our destination and developing our brand platform. In the research that I had done prior to having the opportunity to join the Visit KC team and moving to this market, we weren't communicating our why. And I looked at our competitive set and our non-competitive set. And I know for certain that Nashville is music city. And I know that anything is possible in St. Louis. And of course, being from the Las Vegas market, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. But we don't have our brand positioning for our destination. And we're not confidently and clearly communicating our why. So we aligned with MMGY Global here as our local agency of record and our partner for the hometown team. And Which, the hometown by the agency. way, is a very well-known, just for our listeners that don't know, a travel uh, marketing company and agency that advertising that is very well thought of and does advertising for cities throughout the world, right? Correct. We chose 
We chose MMGY for a variety of reasons. First and foremost, from the RP submission and the creative expertise and the strategy and the metrics reporting. But hands down, they are the leader in tourism and hospitality. So we're not recreating the wheel. We're, we're simply inviting them as our hometown agency to partner with us and show the world who we are and communicate our why. And in doing so, we found out of the gate that our differentiating factor is not the offerings that we have in our destination, but how we deliver those offerings and the experiences behind the scenes. And so much so that when we went in to shoot our campaign uh, two months ago, the videography assets and the photography assets are all local Kansas Cityans. Mm -hmm. We didn't hire models. We didn't hire the talent. We wanted that authentic representation of our brand. It's awesome. Um, so what is it like? What, how do we do Kansas city? What is our, what is our story? Because there is a lot of things that I think, um, that we have going for us. And it really is, you're talking about other cities. You kind of have that, that thing that you know about them. Like, you, you know, Austin was kind of re rebirth in the tech tech community. And we're obviously doing a lot with tech here. You know, that Nashville has the music country music, you know, that Portland has kind of the weird thing going. So, I mean, what, what what are we what are we trying to tell? Because I feel like we have so many assets, and it kind of is our issue. If you get on an airplane and and somebody's from somewhere else, and they say, "Where should I go?" Um, everyone has their different places they'd go, but there's not like that one thing. Correct, yeah. and we don't need it to be that one thing. So the approach that we took with MMGY is our campaign platform is at the heart of what makes a city great. Is not just what there is to do in that city. But it's how we do things that makes us truly special. And that lends itself to the authenticity of the city. Um, we spoke earlier about the cultural groundswell and community pride and passion for everything from sports to arts and culture to the upscale culinary scene here. The festivals, the music experiences, there is so much to do in this city. And those are the things that I did not have in, in my past city uh, um, of residence and my past profession in the Las Vegas hospitality market. Being here in Kansas City, literally this summer, this will be the second summer here, and um, I had to cross things off the list that I experienced at the end of last summer that I have to get to this summer because there was so much to do I couldn't get everywhere. Mm -hmm. And every weekend, every week, there's a new dining experience. There's a new a new opportunity within the crossroads. There's economic generation along the streetcar line. We already have $1.7 billion of economic uh, growth and capacity just along the streetcar line. And that mobility that we're offering to our convention attendees has allowed us to book incremental meetings and conventions to our destina destination predicated on the streetcar line alone, as well as our leisure visitation. And I think they're at 256,000 ridership numbers right now. Mm -hmm. And that's, from May 6th to June 13th. What what are your leisure travelers look like? You're, you're saying you're talking a lot about leisure recruitment mm -hmm. and everyone thinks of you guys as just getting big conventions and meetings. Um, but it also is more than that. And, and, and where are these people coming from? Okay, so we are a drive market. We have a budget to keep targeting our drive market from a regional basis and, and where we're investing, investing our money in the, the co-op funds that we have matching from the Missouri Department of Tourism as well as our premium partnerships. The regional basis is Des Moines, Omaha, Wichita, Lincoln, St. Louis, and Topeka. But we're also utilizing some guerrilla marketing tactics with a very limited budget and measuring the ROI. And we have a case study right now. Our first beta was in the Chicago market last mm -hmm. weekend. And we did a throwdown, per se, of 
how we go into a market and we went into Chicago to show Chicagoans how we do Kansas City. And that was our take on their culture, their cuisine, and their sports scene. And we went in with a throwdown on Thursday night, and we went into a new innovative area in the Fulton Market area in Chicago. And we had our uh, bartenders with us, and the throwdown was the Riegers, Brock Schulte, and a Chicago bartender. And in the competition, we invited media influencers, we invited social advocates, we invited uh, Chicagoans that live in Chicago now, but we're Kansas Cityans and vice versa. Hmm. Kansas Cityans who now live in Chicago. Very cool. And it was a great experience. That was the kickoff. Um, well, they probably have a lot more hometown pride now too. And I think more people that live in other destinations, I have friends all over the United States, are, are way more in, concerned about what's going on in Kansas City than they were 10 years ago. For sure. I mean, maybe it's because we're getting older, but... Um. No, it's because we're on the, <laughs> on the precipice of greatness. Right. This is what I tell everyone. This yeah. destination is on the precipice of greatness. And as a chief marketing agency for the destination, it's our responsibility to tell the world what's here and open our doors and welcome them. Um, the second event that we had in Chicago, we partnered with Q39 mm-hmm. and we custom wrapped a food truck and we had live jazz music from um, Kansas City-based diverse jazz trio, Herman Mahari. And we went into the Deloitte and Touche um, building and we uh, we expected to have three to four different areas that we were serving on that Friday during the lunch period, the upscale uh, culinary experience at Q39. We ran out one hour early and only had that one stop. It, it was so impactful. Wow. And the feedback of, you know, what's in it? Why is this free? What are you doing? How can this be free? And it was all about getting our brand message. Uh, we wrapped the Q39 truck with our campaign. That's how we do Kansas City. And we showed Chicagoans, you know, there's more to life than a Chicago dog and here's our barbecue and we're here on the scene. That's awesome. That's a really good idea to do that. And I think it really resonates with people well, from other markets. We so had, congratulations on that first you. guerrilla marketing in Chicago. Thank you. There's one more facet to it. Okay. Too, we, we got we 40 time. seconds left oh, in the show, okay. but I kind of wanted to, I kind of wanted okay. to wrap this up. You got it. Um, visit KC.com is where all the information right. is, right? Um, you guys are located downtown, like you said, in the power and light district. And we can go walk into your office and check it out and, and get information about what's going on here in town, right? Correct. Um, Tracy Moon, congratulations on everything you've done so far in your term at uh, Visit KC as Senior Vice President of Marketing Communications. Thank you. Um, you're a rock star. Thank We'd love you. to have you on again. Awesome. Anytime. And also, I'd love for you to come on sometime with Ronnie. We'll get you Perfect. both in studio for a full show. Um, and we can go over everything, but really congratulations on everything that's going on and welcome back to the Midwest. Thank you so much. It was my pleasure and I'm grateful and honored to be here. Great to see you. Thanks for listening to Grill Nation Show. I hope you enjoyed today's show. We'll see you again next week. Have a great day and talk to you soon. Take care.